Hi everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to my very first episode. This is Iwa's Talk Pod. My name is Maegun Iwatwaida and I hope that you find this episode fun and interesting and engaging so much that you come back and listen to my other episodes. Uh, for my podcast, I would be talking about different things. Basically, all the things that go through my mind that I obsess over so much that I end up having like very strong opinions about them. <laughs> so uh, let's move straight into the order of the day. My very first episode. <laughs> okay, my very first episode is about false information, how social media exists, and how fast it spreads like cancer cells anyway we've, we actually roast our parents a lot for these things they do about whatsapp bcs here yeah, where they get this bc and then they start calling you oh don't go out at this time or don't buy this thing from this person again or don't take the covid vaccine because it's connected to some 5g conspiracy i don't know we make fun of them a lot but the funny thing that we don't know is that we consume as much false information as they do if not more, because we actually consume much more data than they do. You know, our generation is addicted to the socials. So we actually kind of consume a lot more than they do. But exactly why do like this false information even exist in the first place? Or like a false narrative about something that happened? Why would a false version of a story be more accepted and more held on to than the truth even sometimes when people debunk some stories people will not be arguing that it's not true like that's not what happened most times this will happen because the false version is juicier or because it appeals to some sort of pity sometimes racial pity it appeals to gender it could appeal to in fact pertaining any struggle sharp if the false narrative appeals to that struggle, people would people who are like uh, sympathetic towards that struggle would tend to take the false narrative over the truth. A very great example is, and this one isn't really like social media aided. It wasn't aided by social media. It's a very common example. It's the one from the Nigeria versus India match where we were beating <laughs> hundred to one that i don't know is that they planted jazz in front of the goalposts that they were just scoring or shot that the only one score that we have like this the player even died as he scored it that because of that match gone safe you know they banned india and it's worse because india actually was banned <laughs> from playing football or was it that they just were not participating in like um, international and world uh, football matches so it, it gave this narrative very strong you know very credible standing and foundation so much that like people till now we hold on to it and like a large number of us do not know that this event as a matter of fact did not happen so 
the reason why <laughs> this example came up the reason why i'm using it is because my friend all right she had dropped this book to me it's called vagabonds it's by elogosa osunde very beautiful book it's about this dastardly place called lagos you know so there is this passage in the book where in the second um the second perspective of the first chapter yes thomas's perspective there's a paragraph here where the author wrote after that match india was banned from playing international football it's hard to know the year but it's a fact it really happened everybody saw it after all what's the alternative that an entire country had a choreographed hallucination or a nationwide delusion <laughs> exactly if you read uh if you try to read up on <laughs> this match thing there's this uh, article that comes up it stood out to me it's uh du- it's from dubawa.com dubawa is about amplifying truth well so uh there's this article by latif sonny written in october 2 that debunks the whole story so you could uh check it i'm going to be um attaching this uh article to my twitter you can check it it's just iwa's top but without the apostrophe yes i am trapping you into following my twitter arrest me so we have debunked that um very uh false a story that we've been telling each other for generations. So another reason, like I said, why a false um, piece of information might be put online or on a social media platform, like I said, is that it might appeal to some sort of pity. A, go- a good example of the one that appeals to pity is during the NSAS protest in 2020, yes. So you know that there was this whole hysteria, hysteria where everyone was, you know, sending, uploading videos of their experiences, what they are experiencing at the hands of the police as they are protesting, as they are carrying out their civil rights. But in the midst of all these um, videos, there were some that actually took place before the protest, prior to the protest, but then they were being masked and masqueraded as oh this is happening right now in this place this is happening right now and so on and so forth so like that like i said that is false and like people would be more enraged the only reason why they would post it is because oh like yeah like it's very similar to like the struggle yes but like it's the context is wrong under the context of what was happening, it, it, it is wrong. They were facing police brutality, but not because they were protesting the end of this notorious police sect. I mean, I called safe. I don't even know what's called them. I know the hearts of the per- people or persons who posted this, their hearts were in the right place. But like the intentions, yeah, yeah the intentions are good, but they cause more harm than good to the struggle as a whole. Because now if there's two, three videos that are that they are posted under the context of uh the police brutalizing people who are protesting and then it's not true it then seems to make some people just assume that oh anything since you cannot go through the stress of verifying every of the video you just make some people who are already very nonchalant towards the struggle just assume that more anything that these people are posting madam no it's just false Prior social media as like um, a 
a source of information. You know, we had like the newspaper system where uh, the idea behind it is that all information that is printed today, yesterday and tomorrow, all information have been verified and are true. Yes. Although the flaw in this newspaper system is that realistically, most private enterprises or governments, individuals or the government as a whole try to, you know, control the narrative. They try to control what news gets out, what people should know about or to what extent people should know about um, an event that just happened. And this is actually quite still obvious. As of today, you know, we see, we look at channels, we look at AIT, the kind of news, it's almost like they select the things they want because you say, well, why are they not talking about this? This happened today. Everyone in the country is angry about this. But then you tune into channels or AIT and then they hardly speak about it at all. And this is why people are just like slowly displacing all these traditional media houses. So it's probably because of this way the, the traditional media houses are behaving that the digitalization of information became like so popular. But with the way it's popular now and then people can just simply, you know, log into your Twitter or go to Instagram or go to Instablog to just check about something they heard just happen. They take everything they've read hold it 100% as truth, as factual, as the actual events that took place. So exactly how can we control information that someone simply tweets or a video posted without context? Because we'd have to agree that we have head mentality, let's not lie, if an influencer posts something like the Rihanna and Isaproki issue, right? Where they said that they broke up, he was cheating, he was caught cheating, they had a fight, blah, blah. And the whole world was shaking and convulsing because <laughs> how dare that man? How dare he? And then people were already bringing up the good old, if they can cheat on Beyonce, cheat on Rihanna, who are you? Who are you that your boyfriend is not cheating on you? You know, like people, like it already sparked a whole wave of conversation. And then eventually it turned out that it was false. And the person who tweeted it initially or who posted that information, who put the information out, posted, came back to say, oh, he heard it somewhere. So he just tweeted about it. Silly move. That's what we're talking about today. Very, very silly things that we do. Just consuming information and then immediately immediately spreading it and then also giving it out to other people without verifying whether or not that piece of information is true again my favorite industry is about the porn industry i love talking shit about them because baba and la false information making machine mean porn industry all their videos are male pleasure centered their scenes exaggerated very they, they portray very funny ideas of what the female body is like under what instances you could have sex and then i have this problem with the incestuous um category the fact that it has high viewings like compared to other categories very disturbing to know that as especially that we're that we're that down bad very disturbing to know that and also note that even um in lesbian videos you can see that the directing and the scripting and the writing go very directed it's for male pleasure because it's very quite unrealistic it's not what would happen in 
a uh, lesbian relationship or if two lesbian women or bisexual women ha- are having sex really um what's the unrealistic that's the word i was looking for i don't even want to get into how much false and negative information the porn industry pumps into uh the world every day you know honorable mention is snapchat their explore feed is crazy with so many baits like they would say oh this person and this person got into an altercation and then you would just you're watching the video and then the end of the day it might just be that the person just mentioned the other person in an interview i'm like ah, this is not what you brought me here for you came here to give me gist like good gist this is not what i came here for it's very rampant between them i don't know if it happens to other people or maybe it's just me that it's just it's just me they used to base and i cut and i fall for it all the time I know some might have been thinking that, okay, yeah, like, putting false information out, like, yeah, like, why is it, like, such a uh, honorable mention? Why should it be a topic? Why should we even be discussing it? Just let it go. But people actually act on the information that they get online. And unfortunately, instances where, you know, there's this trend on TikTok where they would do all this thing for feminine hygiene where they ask you to wash with the yoni yogi is it yoni yeah the yoni um pills so many dangerous recipes for vaginal care is really scary and it's widely spread due to the fact that many people can have access to like oh okay imagine a tiktoker with like three thousand three thousand followers alone if 500 out of your 3,000 active followers believe that what you just posted is safe for them to practice at home because to them you're a verifiable source of knowledge or information i don't know why but like that's already 500 people that harm has been brought to now imagine someone who has a large following that has millions of followers that has two three and you post a very harmful you can see is a very good example is this trending girl on tiktok where it was sold pink sauce that does not expire and people are landing in emergency rooms because of it harmful so the digitalization of some things made it so easy for harmful practices to reach more people you know before most times you have to do door to door it will be your inner circle the people that you know but now that People from 5 million miles and 3 oceans away can have access to what you think is right information and then they act on it. And then worst of all, sometimes these people don't even practice this before. You just read something off Google and then they run to make a TikTok content with it. They run to make a Twitter um, post about it without verifying either because that's the only way you will say, oh, I'm going to help you ladies or um, let's say you ladies fight bv or odor and then it's putting them in danger knowing fully well if you knew that you it would put them in danger you would not you would not threaten your own social markets you would not threaten your following by posting false information i came across this cosmopolitan article about very dangerous tiktok trends 
concerning female hygiene, feminine hygiene, vaginal care. And let me tell you, these things are crazy. I'm not going to start exposing people that are not already exposed to it. To it. So you won't even get in, in, inquisitive about it at all. But they're quite dangerous. And then the article that I'm also going to share on my Twitter, I will share the article. It shows how you see how dangerous they are and how people are actually practicing it. You can see the TikTok posts. You can see the people that are saying, oh, yeah, I do this too. And then the article says how dangerous it is and how you should not practice it because they are harmful. So let's talk about vasectomies. <laughs> there is almost zero... Um, conversation about vasectomies on social media so one day i came across this tweet from this person dna gent 313 on twitter um this person posted vasectomy just stops you from making babies it doesn't stop you from glazing the coochie walls like a cinnabon some people didn't know this i'm here to help this is a very great way of passing across correct information on the net, on the internet, on Beyonce's internet. Because how did almost all men not know this? They thought it got in the way of their orgasms or it affects their ejaculation or it affects their sex life one way or the other. And apparently... Not every man knew this, but there was there was a higher percentage from me going through the comments. There was a higher percentage of women who knew about this than men who knew about the how vasectomies affect them. But I wanted to point out that, like most people, like I said, like I've been pointing out since, they immediately went to start commenting for real. Are you for real? I never knew that. I'm sure most people didn't go to read about it. This just happens to be like an actual, like a fact, a statement that is correct. But like, I'm sure that they didn't go to like check if or not that statement was correct. If they were being wary about the whole procedure before. And should the procedure not have been what this person who tweeted is, they wouldn't have read about it. Or verified if the information that it just absorbed is true or not. So the problem with independent bodies putting out information is that it may be harmful. But even if it's not harmful, it's just totally incorrect. And it's unnecessary that we just be absorbing information that is not true. Like we go, we absorb so much data every day. We consume so much data every day. It's really unnecessary that we are consuming. We learn about something new every day that we have to keep with us that we have to try to remember it's really unnecessary that anyone is out there putting out mixing false information with all that we have to learn and live with normally so freedom of speech day but people that claim that oh they were wondering out loud like this instant of the tweet with the vasectomy should they have not been true People, this person would have just said, oh, yeah, I was just talking out loud. Like, oh, yeah, why didn't you guys, like, go check it out online first? Like, sorry. Like, why didn't you ask your doctor why you were getting the procedure? Why did you just listen to me and just drove straight to the clinic? So, like, that's the problem with independent bodies or just pulling information out from the cloud or the, the internet and just holding it to your chest as the truth and nothing but the truth. Because truthfully, people can do what they want on their 
personal um they can post what they want they can think out loud on their on their private on their private social media accounts you they don't owe you. okay they they are supposed to say the truth but like they don't owe you like an apology after you have gone to act on an information that you could have verified before before making decisions because of those that information that you just um the information you got from them so what we need to start on learning as of today is not to take every information we come across on social media for face value you don't need to take it as a fact because it's noticeable that there's very bad programming in our head that is just very bad programming you just read something you're just scrolling on your timeline you read something and then it's just in your head and then you even mention it you mention it sometimes oh i even read that this thing this thing this thing this thing and you didn't take more than three four five seconds to interact with that topic or the subject but then you already have an everlasting belief about the um topic or the subject and then you have not even either thought about it before or gone to verify whether or not this thing that i read about this particular issue is true or not so we have a very bad programming we just take everything we see on social media like until it until this thing is debunked or if we don't have like prior knowledge of something we don't confront it we don't question it we just accept it we take it like that face value we just digest it and then later we find out that something that we've even told something we've even told somebody else already and that person has even told somebody else already something that we passed across we came across and then we passed across to other people it's not even true to set to start with and then you're like why did i not even ask like why did i even search why did i not even verify for it it would have been so easy to know that it wasn't true you wouldn't have told anybody and then now 10 people who believe that something that it's not true it's true they wouldn't be holding that belief now and that would be all because of you it is it might be a manifestation of laziness because it's easy to scroll and just take that thing for face but just believe it is faster because you can't even move to the next um item on your timeline you understand it's it's a manifestation of laziness it's easier like that than to say a wait a minute what do you mean this 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 let me go check about it let me go research about it let me google it it's easier to just scroll and take that for the truth than to um actually find out if the information that you just came across is truth or not Uh, but then i suggest if that's the kind of if that's the kind of situation you're in that you come across something you don't have the time to go and be doing five hour deep research into the topic or you it's it's too insignificant a topic for you to shift your attention to focus completely on it for the next five minutes just simply don't now pass across that information even nonchalantly in the middle of a conversation um innocently two three days later because it would be false and then you have not done any research on it it might not be true and for all you know it might just be another person just thinking out loud on social media again that is one thing that i have told myself to unlearn the very moment i started thinking about how much uh how much information i've got from the internet that i found out later that in fact it's just like even normal gist like just random gist on the timeline just random things and i just find out the town that that's not even what happened or like that's not even the sequence of the events that why why would this person even say that this happened when it didn't even happen and then it's because 
Well, it, it might be like it's it's ridiculous that oh, because you saw something, you now start calling your friends that boy. I heard that you tweeted about a hand. So so how did it happen exactly? Did the person do this before doing this? I know it's it's a ridiculous um use of your time, but just don't now go and then make mention of something that you haven't verified in a conversation to someone else because then before you know it, there's ten other people who share your version of the story that might not be true. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I have brought this episode to an end since this is my world. I started. I ended. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe now. And you could follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. Please follow my Twitter. It's IwasTalkPod without an apostrophe. Follow my Instagram. It's Iwas underscore TalkPod on Instagram. I expect that you come back to listen to the next episode, which should be out in two weeks. Given that I'm not as lazy as I am on a normal day. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Uh, please do not forget to come back in two weeks for the next episode, given that I am not lazy. Please do not forget to follow and subscribe to it. Please follow my Twitter. It's IwasTalkPod without an apostrophe. Follow my Instagram. It's IwasTalkPod on Instagram. Bye-bye, guys. <laughs>